0: Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be,
2: here's Daniel Sellerson. What's up and welcome into the Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson, filling in once again for Sean Kelly, who has the morning off. Well, it's over. The preseason came to a close last night for the Saints, falling to the Baltimore Ravens 22-13, and they finished the preseason 3-1. So overall, a good preseason for the Saints. No major injuries, which is the most important thing. And now it's time to look ahead to Week 1 next Sunday in the Georgia Dome when the Black and Gold take on division rival the Atlanta Falcons. Last night, the offense got off to a great start. Luke McCown went 4-4 four for four on the opening drive, leading to a 3-yard touchdown catch by Travaris Cadet. And after that, the offense kind of stalled a little bit, but Ryan Griffin continued to look good, going 11-21 for 126 yards. You'll hear from both quarterbacks in our next segment. It was a game filled with field goals. Justin Tucker of the Ravens went 5-for-5, and Derek Dimke, who is battling Shane Graham for the kicking spot, went a perfect 2-for-2. The Saints have until Saturday to narrow their roster to 53, and that will be the roster heading into the season. So a loss last night for the Saints, but not really a big deal in the grand scheme of things because it was preseason, and as Sean Payne said in his press conference last night, health is very important, and I think the Saints won in that regard we have a good show for you today John Stinchcomb who was part of the broadcast team for CST last night will call in to talk about last night's game as he has done after every preseason game and we'll also have a little basketball talk on this Friday Austin Rivers will join me and he'll talk about his offseason and much more so John Stinchcomb Austin Rivers and coming up next we'll hear from the quarterbacks Luke McCown and Ryan Griffin don't go anywhere you're listening to the black and blue report Pelicans
1: head coach Monty Williams, Anthony Davis, and your Pelicans have been working throughout the offseason to take this team to the next level. Ticket plans for the 2014-15 season are on sale now. There's a variety of packages for all fans featuring half-season and 12-game options, including the ever-popular weekend plan that averages a couple of games a month. Packages start as low as $185. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525-HOOP and take flight with your Pelicans today.
3: Smoothie King asks, what's your purpose? My name is Trish, and I want more balance in my life. I feel like all I do is rush from one place to the next and end up grabbing a burger along the way. And then I feel guilty, and I start thinking, I need to spend an hour on the elliptical, but I don't have time. (sighs) I want to eat better. I want to feel better. That's my purpose. We can blend that. Find your balance with the new Greek yogurt smoothies naturally powered by Chobani. Find pleasure in your purpose at Smoothie King.
0: We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
2: Last night, Luke McCown only played the opening drive of the game, going a perfect 4-for-4 four four with a touchdown. And after the game, he spoke to reporters for a minute to talk about the QB competition between Ryan Griffin and him.
0: Paint this as an open competition
1: between you and an established guy, young and Is that doing a disservice to it's you? It's always a competition. Yes. Whether it's... Whether it's stated that it's a competition or not a competition, or listen, you, th- th- this league is built on guys performing well every chance that they get, every preseason, every um, you know, every practice. I mean, you, you you have to continue to play well. Gruden said it first, and, and the saying says, you know, continues to say go. But uh, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're never staying the same. And so, with that understanding, then it's always a competition. Nobody has to announce, hey, there's a open competition for this spot or that spot. You should, be, you should have the understanding as a player that um, and if I don't perform today, they might look to the replacement, so I'm gonna push to get better. You never want to plateau. You never want to get to a point where you're complacent or you're content and you say, man, I've done enough and I'm,
2: I'm good now. As for Griffin, he completed 11 of 21 passes for 126 yards, no touchdowns, but also no interceptions. We caught up with him for a brief moment after the game to get his thoughts on last night and the preseason in general.
1: You know, I've always tried to work each and every day of getting better, and so I thought I progressed, um, which was the most important thing to me. And you know, the evaluation not up to me. It's up to, it's up to them. Did you feel confident the... Yeah, no, definitely. Felt good, I mean even out there felt good, no no nerves really. Uh, working with some new guys, thought,
4: you know, felt great, you know, everything was pretty smooth. We just we couldn't put the ball very well there. Thinking that. I guess what I meant is heading, heading into Saturday with a couple make it everything. you feel confident with okay. where you stand heading into that? So I'm not worried about that. I've, I've done that all
1: that I could, uh, worked my butt off, and so it's out of my hands
2: now. So, again, we'll have a better idea tomorrow what the QB situation will look like when the Saints narrow the roster down to 53. We'll keep the football talk rolling. John Stinchcomb will break down last night's game after this quick timeout.
3: At the Auctioner Hospital for Children, no matter where you turn, you're surrounded by bravery children and teens dealing with health problems beyond their years parents working hard to keep the worry from their face doctors and nurses doing everything possible to get them back home where they belong from rare brain tumors and leukemia to heart conditions and organ transplants we offer a level of pediatric care unmatched in Louisiana with more advanced capabilities than any other children's hospital in the region Even our kids only ER can handle any pediatric emergency. In fact, the only thing tougher than the problems we see every day are the kids themselves. Choose the Auctioner Hospital for Children and never wonder if you could have done more. Call 866 Auctioner to find an affiliated pediatrician near you. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind
0: welcome back to the black and blue report
2: as mentioned in our opening segment the saints finished the preseason with a loss last night 22 to 13 and joining us to talk about the finale is john Stinchcombe, who is a part of the crew who called last night's game for cst john good morning to you morning thanks for having me on no problem first the team finished with a three and run three and one record in the preseason record doesn't really matter but three out of four wins is always nice how do you think the team played in those four games
4: I think the the first couple units played really well it's on offense, one in game three when you had all your pieces in place. I think we got a glimpse of the excitement and the reason for it when you have Drew and that offensive line and all the uh, dangerous weapons that Coach Payton and Mickey Loomis and the staff with the Saints has been able to put together, including the draft pick, Brandon Cooks. On defense, I, I think we still haven't seen – All the pieces in place and put together, but just the excitement of when you have Vaccaro and Bird in the back end and uh, a much improved unit overall from two years ago and just building on that. uh, There's just a lot of reasons to, to be excited about this season, and I think we saw flashes of why they're considered one of the top contenders for the Super Bowl.
2: Looking at this roster compared to the last season, do you think this team is built better for Super Bowl chances? Season seems like a lot of people are having them go far. Do you see it as a improved roster from your standpoint?
4: No, I think that's without a, without a question. They're better on paper, and I, I think from what we've seen this preseason, they've made the improvements that can help them make that step up and uh, gaining some real playmakers that create can create some big turnover, some game changing plays on the defense. And, um, how do you improve on an offense? That's been as successful as they've been in the past with drew and, and coach Payton in new Orleans. And I think they've found a way, um, one in house in the development of guys like Teron Armstead and, uh, to the additions of, of some key players like Brandon cooks in the draft. And, um, you, you re-signed Jonathan Goodwin, your former Pro Bowl center, who helped lead the Saints to a to a Super Bowl back in '09. So really, really smart uh, moves to, to upgrade that roster, and I think it's going to pay off this year.
2: I want to go back to last night's game. It was preseason game number four, so a lot of the starters didn't play a lot or didn't play at all. But what can you take away from this game as an observer of the Saints?
4: Well, I think there was a lot of guys that were trying to put that last uh, exclamation point on their training camp and give the coaches some hesitation as to whether uh, they can allow themselves to let guys go, especially some of these young players. I think Pierre Warren helped himself. I think Etabali was able to make some plays and help himself. Um, And that's just on the defense. I think um, there's still questions that – some difficult questions that – The staff has to decide on what do you do with some of these younger wide receivers. And Brandon Coleman and Shantavius Jones are two guys that, you know, they've got potential. Can they crack that starting lineup this year? No, probably not. But um, are you willing to let somebody like that go who's got potential to help you down the road? So some really difficult decisions, and uh, I'm glad I can just talk about it, and I'm not the one who has to actually pull the trigger.
2: Another decision that Sean Payton has to make is the backup quarterback position. Luke McCown, his only drive, 4-4, uh, led the way for a touchdown. Ryan Griffin came in after that, and I thought played pretty well. Um, how's that decision going to go? What are your thoughts on how Griffin and McCown looked um, in the four games?
4: Well, let me start with Griffin. I think uh, you look at him as a player and where he has developed from last year to this year, and he's leaps and bounds better. Um He was a good player to begin with, but now he's playing with a lot of confidence and uh, really filling that role of uh, backup quarterback who you'd feel comfortable with coming into a game. With that said, um, I I think it's Luke McCown's job. At this point, he's proven time and time again when he's had the opportunity that he he can not only manage the the offense, but um, he's still got plenty of life left in him, and um god forbid it but if if true were to go down that he would be more than capable if he had to step in that role
2: now what are these next two days like for players you went through this a bunch of times right after the last preseason game coaches have 24 to 48 hours to uh narrow the roster down to 53 you get to know some of these guys you build friendships with them you compete with them on the field what are these days like for a player
4: this is the worst time of year for for all players, uh, the players that make the team and the players that get released. For the guys that uh, still make the team, we you lose buddies, and it's guys that you've battled with for years, and some guys that you've battled with for the, the off season and training camp. And you see how much they put into it, and know that, um, that this road, at least with this team, is coming to an end. So it's difficult from that perspective, and obviously for guys that are that are getting released. Uh, you put your heart into it and you are, are trying to live your dream of playing for an NFL team and, and to get this close and see it fall through, uh, it's a difficult time. So, in, in my opinion, these are the worst couple of days in, in the
2: NFL. Absolutely. Well, John, we appreciate um, you call in the four games or the three games uh, for the New Orleans Saints. You did a great job, and uh, now the fun starts. Now the games that actually count, and looking forward to a great season from the Saints. Really appreciate you uh, coming on this morning.
4: It's been a real pleasure. It's always good to plug back in with Saints football.
2: Absolutely. That's John Stinchcombe calling the games for CST this preseason, former Saint and Super Bowl champion. And when we come back, we'll turn our attention to basketball Here from Pelican's guard, Austin Rivers. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
0: Stay up to date on the latest breaking New Orleans Saints news by downloading the team's official app presented by Verizon. Check out the 2014 schedule, league standings, and statistics. Plus, have access to watch live press conferences with Coach John Payton and players while reliving your favorite Saints moments. The Saints app makes the perfect game day companion with a detailed map of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome highlighting the facility's amenities. The free New Orleans Saints app presented by Verizon is available to download on iTunes and Google Play. Lotto is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole, a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport-Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana, it's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue
2: Report. Well, we've had on Pelicans players all week long, and it continues today as Austin Rivers joins me now on the phone. Austin, how are you today?
5: I've been good, man. I just got done working out, so uh, excited for the year.
2: Good. Uh, I'll get to workouts in a little bit, but first off, how how's your summer been, and what what have you been up to since the season ended?
5: Um... Uh, summer's been great. Uh, I've been in um, basically three places: Houston, uh, Los Angeles, and Orlando, Florida. Are the three places I've been all summer, just training and um, hanging out with my family, and that's about it.
2: So, when it comes to training, what are you working on? Are You working on more conditioning stuff, or are you working on your game? Um,
5: it, it's been more. Uh, uh, it's been a, a little bit of both. Um, uh, my main focus this year, uh, this summer, was adding a mid-range. My mid-range jump shot my game um, and uh, getting stronger in my upper body uh, I'm getting nine pounds um, just for my upper body uh, oh, wow. so I put on a lot of muscle um, I've got a lot stronger um, so it which was actually has made me quicker and faster and a lot more powerful so uh, it's been a great summer man this is the best summer I think yeah. I've had in my life so uh, I'm excited
2: you mentioned the workouts today. I think some of your other teammates are there, Ryan Ayers Tyreek Evans. What does it say about yeah. this team when veterans like yourself and the others are here working out and it's not even September yet?
5: Uh, well, yeah, we, we, you know, it shows you know, what, where, where we want to get to. Um, and it also shows where we haven't got to. You know what I mean? Um, you know, listen, our season was over you know, a long time ago. Um, and other guys, you know, we had to sit at home in pain and watch these other teams in the playoffs that we feel like we are just as good or or more talented. And regardless, you know, we feel like this is our year. You know, we have all the pieces in place. We have a great coach uh, with a great coaching staff. We really have no excuses this year. Um, You know, I don't care if we're in the West. Um, We want to be a playoff team. Eric has said it multiple times, um, and now I'm saying it. You know, that's our goal. That's that's our first and only goal is to make it to the playoffs and to be a team that people don't want to play when they get there. and that's kind of our focus, and it's going to take a lot of hard work. But that's 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 kind of what it shows when you talk about the guys that are in the gym right now. This early, uh, we, we we want to get there.
2: You you mentioned uh, some of the pieces uh, the team added: Omer Asik, Jimmer Fredette, John Salmons. So what are your thoughts on the uh, the new acquisitions for this team?
5: Yeah, I love it. Um, you know, veteran veteran players, especially with John and uh, with Lafique, Um, You know, Fredette is a great shooter, can spread the floor, and then we got. Um, a seek is going to be huge. I mean, that is uh, that's probably one of the biggest pickups of the year, I think, for any team. Um, I know everybody talks about, you know, Kevin Love and rightfully so, you know, he's a superstar, you know, basketball player. seek is, is a huge um, addition for us because we have someone that can protect the basket. Um, and it also relieves a lot of stress on Anthony uh, where he doesn't have to go down there and bang with you know, a lot of big guys and then have to come down and try to score. You know, what I mean, it kind of relieves a little bit of pressure on his shoulders on the defensive side. Um, and the seek is a lot more skilled than what people think on the offensive end. Um, so it, it, it's a, uh, it was a huge addition when we got in. It really, like, changed our team from, from what it was to what it is now.
2: We're talking with Pelican's guard Austin Rivers. Austin, even though the core players are still here from um, last season, with all the injuries that have happened, does it seem like you all are kind of like starting over, like you're working with a new team, even though most of the players you had back from last season?
5: Absolutely, because, you know, a lot of us went down last year at different points in time I feel like, you know, one guy would get hurt, and then as soon as he got healthy, somebody else would go down. Um, and, you know, every once in a while, every organization has that one year where, like, your team kind of just has one of those funky seasons like that. And, you know, that's behind us. Everybody's gotten better. Everybody's gotten healthier. Um, so it's kind of just like just a fresh start for us, uh, so we're just trying to approach it like that and just try to go out there and, and, and just uh, kind of just be like a, a new, young, you know, fresh team um, and uh, just kind of just to cause havoc in the West type of team.
2: Now you're talking about the new roster or the old roster. You have Ryan Anderson, Eric Gorn. They were both on the show earlier this week, and you can just sense the anticipation and the excitement in their eyes just ready to go, or most of you guys, since you guys are working out right now, are you guys just ready to get out there and play some basketball?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we we Because it's it's been, you know, listen, I've been, you know, with this team for two years and just feel, you know, my first year I was hurt like 70% of the season, didn't really get to play. Last year we had a lot of players, uh, so I had to be patient and wait. And then I got to play a lot toward the end of the year, but our team was half banged up. Um, so it just seems like everybody's timing has been wrong. You know, like I told you, like every time someone would get back or, Somebody would start playing well. Two other players would go down, or this would happen, or this would happen. It just felt like the timing with the team was just all a little off. Um, and now everybody's back. You know, everybody's on the same page. Everybody's. It just feels like everybody's ready to go. Um, and I think this is the most focused I've ever seen our team. And you know, we're not talking about, oh, you know, we also got this guy, this guy. We're talking about, hey, we got to beat this team, and you know, we better go to playoffs. And we got to compete, and there's no more excuses. This is our year, and not next year or the year after. This is this is it this year. You know, that's kind of been the focus, which is a whole new mindset of what we – you know we didn't have that back, you know, last year, the year before.
2: You mentioned at the end of last year you got a lot more playing time. You finished on a good note in the last six games, averaging 15 points a game, five rebounds, five assists per game. Did that stretch of games at the end of the season give you some momentum and confidence heading into the offseason?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It just – what it did is it showed that, you know, what, what I know I could do. Um, so that, that, that's been my focus. And also, those, those past five games, um, I did things that I, I haven't done as far as just like shooting that mid-range jump shot, um, being more aggressive uh, to make plays for others, which allowed my game to open up for me to score. You know, I learned things. Um, and that's what you get when you play, um, you know, and, I, and I, I got that and I took advantage of it. And it really gave me confidence and momentum. And uh, I, I feel like I've gotten even three times as good as that player was. So, you uh, know, that's why it's like I'm so excited for this season because, you know, I'm going to bring that to the table where I can come in, where I'm going to play a lot and, and be very, very productive, you know. So that's my that's focus.
2: Before I let you go, you've been watching any of the FIBA World Cup, the exhibition games, and watching your boy AD? How's he been doing?
5: Absolutely. That's the only reason I have been watching uh, besides just watching, you know, the good players play and, you know, uh, et cetera. Uh, you know, AD is the best player on the court every night, you um, I don't think there's a player out there that's better than him. Uh, And, you know, I told, you know, AD this, that he is an MVP cover type of player. Um, And uh, it's fun to watch him. I mean, he's that good. Uh, So just to see him out there, he's the captain of the team, the leader of the team, and you could just see it with play. So it's been fun to watch him.
2: Well, Austin, I really appreciate you coming on with me today. I know the fans and myself are looking forward to next season. Enjoy the rest of your time off and the workouts. We'll talk to you during training camp.
5: Appreciate
2: it, man. Thank you. Austin Rivers, guard for the Pelicans. When we come back, I'll wrap things up. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
1: Fans, cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos, including the world-famous Horseshoe Casino and Hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at shreveport-bossier.org or call 888-45-VISIT. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Tickets for the 2014-15 Pelicans home opener at the Smoothie King Center are on sale now. To score the best seats for this big game, visit Pelicans.com today.
0: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Daniel Sellerson.
2: Good show today. A big thanks to Ryan Griffin, Luke McCown, John Stinchcombe, and Austin Rivers for coming on today's show. A quick programming note, we'll not have a show on Monday due to the Labor Day holiday, but we'll be back on Tuesday and get you ready for week one of the NFL. I am so excited for the NFL to officially start the regular season, which starts on Thursday, Packers and Seattle and then on Sunday everyone else gets the ball rolling John DeShazer will talk about the roster cuts and the opening week roster on Tuesday along with Pelicans.com writer Jim Eichenhofer who will give us a Team USA update and also talk about Anthony Davis as the World FIBA World Cup goes on this weekend and of course just like the show says you'd never know who will stop by. The Saints had media availability this morning so make sure you log on to NewOrleansSaints.com or the mobile app to hear from the players and coaches because after today everything will be a little quiet on the same side until Wednesday. That's when things heat up heading into their week one matchup with the Atlanta Falcons. Don't forget you can follow the show on Twitter at Black Blue Report and you can follow myself at DSalarson. Well I hope everyone has a great Labor Day weekend. Watch some college football, grill out and just enjoy the time off with friends and family. Until Tuesday I'm Daniel Salarson. Have a great weekend everyone.